You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan, joined by EP Ringside, Shap Shots, or NHL guru, Sean Shapiro on this uh, Tuesday after a uh, tough weekend for the Dallas Stars. But uh, how are you today, sir? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I had uh, enjoyed a bit of the, obviously in the sports world, the concept of the three-day weekend is kind of uh, kind of odd. As, as you and I know, I think something that uh, people don't realize about one of the great things about the sports media, sports coverage world is you get to see some pretty cool stuff, but it's also kind of a weird hourage wise. So like it's uh, <laughs> the rest of the world took is takes a day off and you, you kind of can. But at the yeah. same time, it's uh, so it's it's always kind of one of those uh, things where you like you look at like a like I didn't even realize it was a holiday yesterday until I looked at it and I'm like, oh, why are there so why, why are the Bruins and the Senators playing at 1 p.m.? <laughs> like, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like the Bruins. Wow, they finally beat Ottawa. I mean, can you imagine they're going for all-time wins, and that's the story? They finally beat the Ottawa Senators. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's uh. Well, I would love to start with. uh, I have two stars topics, and then we'll get to the on ice play, um, because I think this is really important. So Tom Gallardi appeared on. Halford and Bra in the morning on Sportsnet. And this kind of stayed quiet because it happened up in Canada, um, but tipped off to it. And he is talking. They ask him um, about his comments during the summer regarding Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan. So that's going to be the beginning of the cut. We'll play it, and then Sean and I will react to it. You know, they've gone through stretches of this of their eight-year contracts where they haven't they haven't produced uh, up to the level of their contract. And you know, these are good guys. When I when I made those comments during the summer, you know, like a little bit of the issue in a market like Dallas is that we don't have a media that really holds us accountable. Um, <laughs> they do to a point, but our media in the in the U.S. in a market like Dallas tends to be cheerleaders, mm-hmm. and so. You know, I think sometimes these guys need a little bit of pressure and, you know, public pressure. Would you like to start, Mr. Shapiro, or should I? Um, let me establish one thing okay. on this, because we've, we've been through this before. Um, the center of the Tom Gallardi has been. Um, Tom Gallardi is someone who has been at the center of he owns the Dallas Stars, obviously, and he's been at the center of being critical of Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan and being critical of the media that covers them. Um, the most famous incident was involved me. I was the person who 
answered the phone call when I got a text that said, hey, Jim Lights would love to come discuss something with you and a couple other media members. And I was the only person who showed up in person. And I was the only one there in person. And the famous uh, line about Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan about how they've been uh, similar to horse uh, horse fecal matter mm-hmm. um, was delivered to me and written by me and uh, came from uh, from Tom Gallardi and Stars Management thinking that people weren't hard enough and they were trying to put public pressure on their players. And um, we know this is Tom Gallardi's view. Tom Gallardi thinks that the Dallas media market is not tough enough on the Stars. He thinks that there's not the quote unquote accountability. And um, the there, there's a lot to unpack on this, Gavin. Um, because this is a space where I've, I, I, I there's, I want I want to segment this into a couple things. There's first, there's the accountability and the Tom Gallardi factor, and and the first one is on Tom himself. And I think it's one thing to go and say, hey, the media is not accountable; it needs to do this and everything like that. But I think to Tom and I've interviewed Tom before and I've spoken to Tom before and and uh, and and everything like that. But to Tom, it's not the media's job. First of all, it's not the media's job to make the Dallas Stars better. Um, And we can get more into what the media's role is on that in a a bit here. But it's not the Dallas. It's not the media's job to make the Dallas Stars better. It's Tom Gillardi and Jim Nill and Pete DeBoer's job to make the Dallas Stars better at the end of the day. So that's part of it. And then the other thing is, and if you're going to say we want the mirror of accountability and everything like that, um, you got to be, as as an owner, Tom's got to not just top on podcasts in Vancouver and radio shows in Vancouver and and do this. He's got to be willing to do these things, to, to, to do more with the actual media in Dallas. This also comes on to Tom. I mean, say what you want about Jerry Jones, Gavin, but you know this well. Yes. Jerry Jones wears every Jerry Jones is willing to he comes on the radio, he takes the heat, he's willing to do all of it, and he owns the team and he also plays GM, all that stuff. But as whether you like Jerry or not, he understands the he understands coming forward and being available he doesn't know he may not always give you the best answers he may not he may not he may not like how he answers a question but he is always available and if you as an owner are going to jump on and claim that there's not accountability or people holding us honest it can't have it can't be someone has to jump through hoops to get a hold of you like i've gone through the spot of like of, of trying to talk to Tom Gillardi directly. And I, I did it when I was on the stars beat directly. It was in Vancouver. Um, I had to sit down with him in a restaurant and it was with uh stars PR right there, basically not holding his hand, but just right there the entire time, basically to, to, to keep an eye on him. And I, so to Tom Gillardi, it's not the media's job to make your team better. It's also when you talk about accountability, it also becomes, and keeping honest, you have to figure out what the line is of, are you are you now opening yourself up? If all of a sudden, and and, and when you and, and when you t- and he does talk to the media sometimes in Dallas, but are you going to make it easier for people to get a hold of you? Are you going to, 
are you going to own up to the fact that you hired Ken Hitchcock and, and it wasn't really a Jim Nil hire? Are you going to talk more about what role you play in all of this? And those are all those things that Tom skirts those questions whenever you talk to him about it. So I, I, I think that's important. It's important to remember if you, it's one thing to, to do this on Vancouver, if, if, if we can, if, and, and, and I'm, if, I'll, I'll, I'll even issue it right now if, on the podcast. If someone listens to this and says, Hey, you guys don't answer Tom. Like if Tom wants to come on to spits and suds this week and answer questions, I'd, I'd be happy. I'd be thrilled. So I, I'll, I'll just put it that way. Okay. Because it's, it's one thing to do it on Vancouver radio. It's another thing to, it's another thing to be, to claim that, Oh, well, this, this isn't happening because our media doesn't push and make our guys accountable. Yeah. I, I, I think that's, I, I think it's, it's easy to blame the media right when when there's when it's it's, it's easy to blame the media uh, and i and i say this as and and i think so that's that's where i want to start on that because i get a little bit and i even remember like i've written on this stuff when after the whole the players were were pushed back and uh, like they want the they, they want the media to criticize Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan's contracts and talk about this, that, or the other and everything like that. But um, they don't want the, they don't want the, the pushback on, Hey, you, you made a bad signing with Ryan Suter or like, not, I'm not, I mean, you, I've talked about Ryan Suter, but like they don't want the pushback on, Oh, you signed Ryan Suter this way, or you spent, or they don't want the coverage of, of, you made a bad bet on your goaltending when it came to giving Anton Hudobin a contract after a long season. Like I it's, it's a difficult uh, Pandora's box to ask people to open. And it also, it is also a, it also brings up an important point too of, is this even worth a discussion? And it is because he brought it up, but is this even worth a discussion? Because there's a, there's an element that I want to get to next after I let you respond to this about a, do the players even care? And B, what is his definition of media? I'm going to let you respond before we get to those yeah. next two things. But I, yeah, but no. it's, it's it's like it's a great, so. great opening, Sean. And uh, that's why I love having you on the podcast. And, you know, I'm not saying BS. I mean, that's yeah. you, in fact, were there. You were there and took the lights, con, you know, comments, and it blew up in this town. Um, first off, since he lives in the Vancouver area, um, for our listeners, that is a perspective of, you know, clearly like a, a you know, Toronto's New York. Uh, this would be a Vancouver would be Chicago or would be, you know, a major city that is. Hockey is talked about constantly. So I think that's something he probably hears all day when they're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, his junior hockey team. Um, and that stuff's talked about. It's not talked about here as much clearly because of the Cowboys, the Rangers, the Mavericks, and you know, the stars find their place. I think one of the issues is I don't believe there's an understanding of what some of us are trying to do in this town and that's grow the game. And I understand we have a job to do. We're critical on spits and suds. We're critical when we talk about the stars on 105.3 The Fan. However, there is something to be said for 
let's be honest, Matthew DeFranks went to St. Louis, and that position hasn't been replaced. Defending Big D, going away. You know, I mean, if you want to be on the Isle of Relevancy, you need to be more front and center, or you need to put your people more front and center so that it catches more attention. Because I completely agree with you. Going on a Vancouver radio station or podcast is not the same as, I I honestly, probably, maybe he's been in the media maybe a handful of times since owning the team here. Maybe. But at the same time, I choose to use my words carefully because he has Brad Alberts, where I'm watching Carolina on Saturday night, and we've talked about this on the podcast, and I'm saying, does Carolina get this game, this stadium series game, where there are 50,000 people on primetime TV on a Saturday night if Dallas didn't pack the Cotton Bowl? That's Brad Alberts and his team. Does Dallas get an NHL draft if it's not for Brad Alberts and his team? I don't think they do. So that stuff should be talked about. Rather than what I hated about this quote, Sean, was it wasn't brought up. It was in his mind and he used the opportunity. And I completely agree with you. We're not the ones that signed Ben Sagan. And candidly, Ben and Sagan hasn't been your problem this year. I understand Mm -hmm. you were critical during the summer. But clearly there's an effort being made by both players. And now this is the second time where the chirping has happened. And it's just, it's frustrating that you're taking these shots from a distance. Come to Dallas, do a press conference, spend time with the media, do a radio station tour, do all of that. And you know what? You'd be welcomed with open arms. Back to you. Yeah, it's, yeah, I, and as I said, I'll hold through that. If, if Tom Gillardi wants to come onto this show, I will have him, gladly have him on the show, and we will, and we will let him defend his points, and we'll ask him questions, and we'll do all of that. I will gladly, gladly do that. I also think the whole media taking the criticism, all of that stuff, like <laughs> let's let's let, let's 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 boil this down. What this is, you talk out of both sides of your mouth on something, okay? I talked to Marty Turco yesterday, and uh, the Stars host this great event on Sunday night, casino night, raise about half a million dollars for charity, all of this stuff and everything like that. And we're talking about Dallas and everything like that. And one, and this is the guy who's the president of your Stars Foundation. One of the reasons players love coming to Dallas, and it's one of the reasons Jason Spezza loved coming to Dallas. Yep. It's, it's, they can come to Dallas and they can take their family to dinner without being swarmed like they are in Toronto or a Canadian market. And, and so you want, it's it's when, when you go and you say like this market doesn't pressure players, it doesn't do anything like that. You're asking for this market to be something that it's not, you're asking for, and you're asking for it to be something that, um, that, that frankly, player you're asking it to be something that you that you sell the opposite of when free agents come to town i mean joe pavelski when he comes comes to dallas for his free agency tour before signing here he's hearing all about it, all the great stuff of like hey you and nate and your wife can every everything can like that you guys can have a pretty 
chill life here. You can have a pretty nice spot, similar to San Jose. You can have, you can make a good amount of money. You can do all of this. And, 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 and it's not at the end of the day, whether you win or lose, it's not going to determine how someone treats you at the drive-thru for when, when you go to get coffee at the drive-thru. And that's, and that's something that the stars love to pitch that they want to be in that box. They love being in that box. And then you have your owners saying, oh, we're not pressured enough. The media is not pressuring them. The media is not pressuring them. The other thing too, that it comes down to, and this is just, this is just a media literacy thing. You need to understand what the word media and general consumption is. You and I on this podcast can be critical of what happens to the stars. People who write for the athletic can be critical of the stars. I write some things about the stars where I give a heated opinion on something and I've done that. The stars though, it's that's not the people he wants to be critical. Right. The people he wants, he wants the he wants it to be in the opening newscast. He wants the opening news, the, the six the six PM newscast to, to to be out there blasting Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan haven't done this. That's what he wants. He wants that. He wants the, he wants the, he wants the, he wants the, the coverage he sees the Cowboys get from everyone. He wants that applied to his team. And that's just not a reality in this market. The stars, and it, it's, it is a Cowboys town first, second, third, fourth, and fifth. I don't care what anyone says. And I, it's just a reality. So how do you, how Dallas sports fans, other than the diehard stars fans, and if you're listening to this, you're a diehard stars fan. You're not the person that, that he want like if you're the person who's complaining about Ryan Suter, you know what? You've already done more than Tom Gillardi is. You've yeah. already done what Tom Gillardi is asking you to do. Yep. Uh, and so <laughs> he wants so for the stars in this in the Dallas market in the Dallas media market to be front and center. You have to win, and that that's just the reality of it. Um, the Dallas Morning News doesn't have a columnist who's going to go and rip on the stars. He's only going to show up when the stars are winning. Same thing with the Fort Worth Star Telegram. Same thing with the the when the and when it comes to kind of the stars are 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 not a team that has been like oh we're the we're the we're the black like they don't embrace the criticism. They when you do criticize them, they get a little bit butt hurt. I've had I've I've had people from the organization like they've been pissed at me for being critical in the past. And that's stuff that's like, where it's like, it's like, come on, we're trying to grow this sport here. Like I get it, but you can't ask for it out of both sides. And the, the other, it's, you have to understand the market. There's a media literacy for where the team you is, you, you own, where it's, where it's based. The Dallas stars are not the Dallas Cowboys. You have to accept that. And you also have to accept that. You know what? You got a pretty good thing going. You got, 80 something thousand people into the cotton bowl for a big game. You got a team that's winning um, you, your own. I, I know part of his frustration comes like in Dallas, they know from a hockey ops standpoint, they have to make the playoffs to be relevant. It's that, that that's the reality of it. It's not, it's. And so him asking and, and him, like, it's, it's, it's like, it's like tilting at windmills, right? That's, that's the same, right? Where you're mm-hmm. like trying to fight something that's that, that you can't, even fight it's just in the fabric of the thing and it's and so okay that's the mark that's the media market now let's get to another thing because i've seen people on twitter be like oh well you know what fans are willing to be critical fans are willing to be critical fans want a show and this is something that people don't understand about media fans want a show they want to see they want to see um when they they want to see 
someone pushing back for like, oh, you played Dennis Gurion up 12 minutes tonight. Why didn't you play him more? You lead with that question. He's never answering you again. Just, I'm just going to be honest here. And this comes from someone who's done this now. I've been in this industry for, for, for however long, right? Like, and I've interviewed coaches about difficult things and, 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 and you press on things and everything like that. But if you come as the firebrand, if you come as the like, ah, oh, you know what? You, you, come, you come as the person who's like overly critical with anger in your voice, trying to create Twitter sound bites. No one talks to that person. Like you, you want good coverage of the team. You want people who you want, you want, you want insightful answers from coaches and players. No one wants to talk to an antagonistic prick, just to be honest. Yeah. Like I, I, and, and so to be like, I, fans are like, oh, the, the media is not asking the tough questions. They've asked like, and I, you and I are, I'm not in the locker room there anymore. Not, not in where my career has taken me and everything like that, but. I, I've seen the stories from before from from Saad Youssef and Matt, and Matt DeFranks before he left the uh, before he left to go to St. Louis. I've seen them ask, okay, hey, why didn't you play Nils Lundqvist? I've seen them ask. I've seen them ask. What else do you want them to do? They ask the question, and no matter how many times, I think fans sometimes think that media pressure will actually impact. And Tom Gillardi clearly believes that, which yep. is kind of hilarious because he's a sports owner and he she should realize that it doesn't. He really thinks that Pete DeBoer is going to hear a media member ask, why didn't you play Nils Lundqvist? And he's going to like, you know what? You're right. You got me. That's not how it works. Pete DeBoer doesn't care what the media members think. He may, you may annoy Pete DeBoer and then you're not going to get, but, and you can ask a hard question. Hey, why is the power play not working? How does the power play work? And then they've, he's been asked a lot lately. I mean, he's actually had a couple not storm off, but he's had a couple uh, curt responses lately, and that's fine. That's good. That's actually I don't mind that. But there's no world where what you question and what you write is going to make T- Pete DeBoer change his decision. Or I've been very critical of Jim Nill in the past when it comes to where where do you what position do you think you're when where where you've signed guys and, and things like that. Um, and it never changed what Jim Nill did. And you know what? It never changed what Tom Gillardi did, who gives the marching orders from the top. So to to say that is like to to, to kind of want this show is just like do you, this is just unneeded drama that just creates a, a toxic media market anyway. Um, and then to the player perspective, players don't read anymore. Let's be honest on something. Yeah. Players don't read. I, I I hate to tell everyone this. And I hate to tell anyone trying to go into sports media or anything like this because we want to act like we're big and important and everything like that. But we've reached this point where sports media media is an accessory to entertainment. It is not for the person who is take, taking part in the event. Um, I Radic Foxa and I were this is this is hundred percent true. Radic Foxa really guy I've covered since his first game in the AHL and everything like that. He had no idea who I wrote for until the Jamie Penn, Tyler Sagan comments from Jim lights. He just assumed I like, he had no idea. Like he just assumed I wrote for like, he's like, ah, oh, you're here. I guess you must write. He's n- I'd written hundreds of things about him. No idea who I wrote for, wrote for never read a thing. I had, uh, there, there's people who there, there are some players who pay attention. Like John Klingberg was a reader. Um, there's a couple other people, but, in general, Ben Bishop was a reader, but in general, most guys don't read. They don't care. And so like 
you talk about like, ah, you're applying pressure, you're applying pressure on them. We live in a day and age where they get on that plane, they play cards, they watch Netflix, they do whatever. They don't have to, it's not like they have to read the paper with, oh, so-and-so is dash seven tonight. I'm being, obviously I'm being ridiculous for a reason, but they don't have, they can avoid all of it. And you can avoid that all in every market. Honestly, and any any even in even in Toronto, where they can be the most harshest media critics and everything like that, the players never have to. No one forces them to read anything. They can just listen to the. They can just listen to a satellite radio station. They can listen to a podcast. They can do whatever they want, and it doesn't impact how they perform on the ice. That's just a reality. Yeah. And so to think to think that Jamie Ben and Tyler Sagan are impacted by what someone writes about them. They're not, they're not. And it's, it's like positive or negative. Like that's the other thing where it's like positive or negative. Like, so it's, I, I just don't think, yeah, Sean, I don't think, I mean, he's his hometown is a circus and that's not a circus that people are looking fond upon. And does, does he want that here? Like I agree with you. I mean, yeah. they're ninth in attendance. Yeah. They're they're top ten attendance in the NHL. They're in first place. They're playing well, and I just it just does. I just hate that the the word cheerleader is not fair. And you know this isn't this isn't like a a Sean Gavin because we're in the media thing. This is just like it just he said it. And it didn't need to be said. The question was not, you know, it's kind of a soft media market. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, literally, it just came out. He wanted to say that. And as you've mentioned, he said it in the past. So clearly, this is an initiative for him. And, and it's and it's an initiative that just doesn't make any sense. It to doesn't. Because are we, are we going to, like, let's... Tom, you're talking up to, to like he's talking about open up Pandora's box and other things too. Like, do you want to like like do you want people trying to dig up other dirt? Like, I'm I'm just trying to figure out what he like. I don't know what he what he wants with this, right? Like, right. it's like I like it's it's one thing when <laughs> and I'm not even saying the Jamie Ben Tyler Sagan like horse 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 fecal matter space was was appropriate but i'm at least in that spot those guys um at least in that spot the uh the team the play they they were struggling but it was also like in this this time like he's got a team that's sitting in first in the western conference is 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 uh i i know there's some room for improvement and all that stuff but like it just sideswiping at 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 the things and, and the other thing is, and this is I, I want to be super clear on this. This is a something I want to be completely clear on because he is a. The stars have worked to facilitate this. I just I want to be completely. I want people to hear this because I don't want any of the people who are working in these jobs to feel like they're being attacked. But the stars under the stars from a hiring and marketing standpoint. They know this. This is what they've done on purpose. I love Mike Heike. Mike yeah. Heike is a wonderful human. He has helped me a ton in my career. 
Mike Heike is an extension of marketing and PR. He, by working for the team website, he's an extension of that. He was someone who was working for the Dallas Morning News. They hired away someone from independent media to work for the team. Right. The local, the, the, the ticket, which has the stars, which has, which has the stars radio station and everything like that. The ticket, the analysts and the, the analysts and the intermission hosts and everyone, they're owned. They're not owned. Sorry. They are employees of the Dallas stars. Correct. They, they are the employees of the Dallas stars. Josh and Razor are employees of the Dallas Stars. They are not employed, and they, they do a great job, but they are employees of the Dallas Stars who are on that team plane every day. And they are, and 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 so there's that. The people who are on the intermission desk are employees of the Dallas Stars. There are the stars, there was already a space where it was already a market that was a media contingency that was already heavily on stars employees, but you want to talk about a, a, a like you go to if someone if you go to a, if 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 someone out there I'm listening if, if anyone out there is uh if, if you're out there and you're listening and you're an independent media member in Dallas if you go to practice tomorrow you will double the number of people at practice who yeah. aren't paid by the team to be there yeah so it's the stars have helped facilitate this yep. they know it yeah and the, and and so it's to to like. It's 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 a it's a it's a hilarious theater to be like yeah ah you know what yeah the, the media is too much cheerleader like and, all right and Sean I'll, I'll also yeah. add a few weeks ago a big national story was how can Cowboys social media tweet this about the team and yeah. we on the fan all said nothing's going to happen because it is very clear locally that DallasCowboys.com is a separate entity on how they cover the team than Dallas than the Dallas Cowboys. There is mm-hmm. much independent media as we are. And I say that with all sincerity. I know they work under the Dallas Cowboys umbrella, but that's the way Jerry Jones wants it. I know tons of employees there. Brian Broaddus, who used to work for them, works for me now. They don't question things. The players question they stop you in the hallway sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know that that's a separate entity. And I agree with you. I feel bad for Mike when hearing about this because Mike has dedicated a lot of his professional life toward the game of hockey, and I, I just hate that you know that word cheerleader once again. And you know it's it's going to have to do with him and others, and it's and just it's, frustrating. And it's 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 also it's also frustrating to see this happen when sports media is going through and and I don't want to be like, Oh, woe is sports media, but I'm just, I just want people to understand too. Like it's a market and it's a space where it is changing. It's changing a ton. And right now, like the Dallas morning news to not get too far into it, like, but they could have hired a sport. They could have hired a, Dallas stars writer already. If it was a priority of yep. the Dallas morning news to have someone as a stars writer. And now it would have been done already. And, 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 and it's, and there's people who have interviewed for that job who didn't get that job. And there's people who have been, who are good hockey writers who I know who were interested and didn't get it. And they were, or, or didn't get it because of where the space of the coverage is going. And it's, it, it it's just frustrating because where do you, when, when someone's critical, 
quote unquote critical by they they basically have to do it in a space where you know with this team like with this team there's been times like on the back end it happens where people have been on radio stations there's been times they've been critical of the stars and people from the administration or the hockey offices have have pushed back and been like how can you be critical of us like it's i I'm not trying and, and I'm being, I, as you can tell, I'm picking my words very carefully right yeah. now, because obviously this is my livelihood and, and relationships and everything like that. But it's, it is, it's just to go and pretend that you have independent media rooting and cheering for the stars is, 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 is fallacy. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like to have the, it's, it's, it's not, they're not even rooting for the stars. That's that's not even the thing. Like it's even worse than that. Like, and, and this is going to be. I, I, once again, I want to make sure I say this super clear before anyone mishears me. It's they they need an excuse to care about the stars. Just honestly, like because so cowboy season goes. Cowboy season is is obviously going to is the is the is 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 huge. It's going to be it's the behemoth that from what is it? Is it in August when they go to California and basically all of Dallas sports media moves to California for yeah. three weeks. Right. Yeah. And then, and then the Mavs season happens and obviously Luca and everything like that. And before him, Dirk was, that was where the tension where everything was. And then the stars get the, and then maybe there's a little bit of time for stars, but Mavs are going at the same time. And now there's spring training and you see the, and you and I see these reports of people out at, at spring training and everything like that. And, and, as much as and so it's the the stars are 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 not they're not even they're not even getting the cheerleaders they just get ignored and yes to 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 think that to to kind of just come out and be like well it's no one's ever critical of them like you know what maybe maybe you need to also embrace where you are i mean like how many times and I and I've talked to agents, I've talked to teams, I've talked to things like this where it's like you need to embrace the perks of your of 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 your of of your franchise spot and you need to use them to your advantage. It's the the Tampa Bay Lightning have are, are a great point of that where Jeff Finnick has used the no state tax combined with living on the beach and the ability to win cups. Like that's great. Use the things to your advantage. If you're Dallas, just like don't be like the old man yelling at the cloud saying, I yeah. want a tough, I want a Toronto media market and for a talkie Toronto. Like it's, I just, and I always, I just keep going back to the point where players don't care. That's just the end of the day. Like players don't care. Yeah. Like it's like, and it players don't care. More importantly, coaches don't care. And you know what? Tom Gallardi doesn't care. That's the thing. You and I are saying this right now. I said, I said, Tom, Come on to this show. If Tom comes on to this show, I would love to have that conversation. But Tom's not going to come on to the show right. because he doesn't he doesn't care. Like he doesn't care. If 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 they really cared about we want a critical media market or whatever, they would not be as insulated and everything like that. It's yeah. uh, so I, this is obviously to me a topic that like I just I, I get it's just it gets frustrating for me because it's you can't win when you're trying to cover a team because I know like and I'm willing to like I always go back to it's sports 
Okay, sports. And did you ever see? The, I don't know if you ever saw the game, the movie Mr. Baseball, but there's a great line from Tom Selleck in Mr. Baseball, where Tom Selleck goes like, "Hey, baseball's a game. Games are supposed to be fun." I know at the end of the day that sports are entertainment. Sports are, and my job in today's age as a sports media world is an accessory to help you enhance your entertainment. I know that. That is something where if you're listening to this show, at the end of the day, you're listening to it because you, A, you want to talk about the stars a little bit more. You want your entertainment to be up a little bit. Like you want something else to add that, that little bit more, right? To when you watch the game tomorrow, maybe it gives you something, but it's all part of, the entertainment it's not uh, to go to i had a great editor at one of the first papers i worked at um who told me is like and i i was complaining about like a high school volleyball game because i was like covering like a high school volleyball game on a tuesday night and he's like it's like next time you complain about that i'm having you cover i'm having you on the news desk for the next murder suicide right like just like you talk about whoa right yeah like there's, yeah there's, there's an important like it's an important context here it's sports it's entertainment and you can have People can be critical, but, and, and they are critical at times. And the ones that are, they're not the media he's talking about. So I, I know I've rambled a lot on this. I'm I love gonna it. Let you kind of, I'm going to let you kind of refocus me here. So I'll let you. I'll, I'll no, let you that's, that. that's good. I mean, you know, to, to, to sum it up, I'll pull back the curtain. I mean, you're hearing that this audio first on Spits and Suds, nowhere else in the market. And I got tipped off about this. But this interview, I had to search hard for this, and I found it last night at midnight. February 10th was the interview. So that's a long time ago. Yeah. Jerry Jones says something. It comes out within 10 minutes. So Mm -hmm. once again, I mean, if you truly want to make this a better market, then you're right. You have to open up your screen door as well. So that's, that's what I'd say. Okay. Yeah. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Rant number two, and then I promise people this can be a short rant. Sean, if you want to comment on this, you can comment. But, uh, and I know, listen, this is not a lot of your, a lot of you listening. This, this might not have to do with you, but so Friday night, just, you know, watching the stars and Mike Madano tweets out big night in St. Paul, hashtag Minnesota wild. And three of his kiddos, go wild, go wild. They're holding up signs. So here are the mentions. Dude can't even root for the team he played for. Brown face. This isn't even your team, man. 
Tell the Dallas Stars that Norm Green still sucks and give us the banners in history back. Quick pretending. But my point is, actually, actually, I'm not not the Norm Green part, but give but someone needs to put up those banners. So yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, I, that yeah, was a good yeah, one. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. And yeah, I got in, and I just basically said, not trying to be confrontational, but he works for Minnesota. Dallas chose not to have him in the organization. We should celebrate the all-time great. He did so much for hockey and DFW. The reply I got from someone else, nah, I'm just ready for Robertson to break all his records so we can forget about him. Maybe even replace his retired jersey with number 21 one day. And uh, my reply, once again, taking the high road, why say that about one of the greatest in DFW? Dallas didn't choose not to have him. He moved out of the state halfway through the season while he was a Stars ambassador and then threw his weight behind Minnesota for some reason. So I replied, he moved to Arizona to support his wife's career and help with the kids. Didn't go straight to the wild. After he wanted to go back in, Dallas passed, which had him hook up with teammate Garrett. And then the reply was, I didn't realize he made an attempt to come back, but after leaving halfway through the season when he was working here, I can't blame them for saying no. I love the guy and all he did for the Stars, DFW Hockey. I just wish he seemed to care more. So, I say all that to say, Dallas Stars fans, you had in your town one of the greatest hockey players of all time. If you want to call me a Mike Madonna homer, fine. Call me a Mike Madonna homer. I got to be honest with you. Back when I was watching the team when Madonna played, I knew it was coming to an end, and I was okay with the trade. So how can I be that much of a homer? My point is this, is that he's working in hockey. That's what he wants to do. He started his career in Minnesota. He's working for his uh, a teammate of his. And I tried to lay out the facts. If I'm wrong, Sean, please correct me. But this whole Madonna narrative has to end. You guys have to understand, if you're an ambassador for the Stars, basically that's making appearances in the community. That's not a full-time job. That's something you get paid for when you make appearances. And you do a lot of volunteer work, things like that. So you can leave those positions at any time in football, hockey, basketball, baseball. It's a, it's a great way to keep a, an athlete close to your organization and spread the word throughout the community. So it's just frustrating when he posts a really cool picture of his kids and he's basically being called a traitor. And it's frustrating. And Craig tells me himself that among the players that were in the community when they first came to Dallas, Mike Madonna helped grow the game when it needed to be grown. So it wasn't like there was a previous hockey player or team here you know, when they came here, sure, there were people that knew about hockey, but he helped and he contributed to the one Stanley Cup. I would say he greatly contributed to the Stanley Cup we here have here in town. I'll shut up now. Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of things on Madonna front that I want to just touch on as you're going on that. One, I don't care what he does after his career, right? Like, that's the other thing where it's like, I, I always take the... Um, I take the view and, and I, and I, and I've even written about this before. And I got a little bit of heat when I wrote about it. Cause like, it's okay to separate the player and the person. Like, I don't care what he does. Like not every 
not every uh the proper question to ask too is like what is 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 it even worth um the jo- like the job he's doing do you want him to do you do you need him to work for the stars for it to matter like, right. I, I don't like like he was an ambassador for the team he's doing his title right now let me get the let me just get this exactly right let's see his job his title with the minnesota wild is he's executive advisor okay yeah. uh and he was basically what that means is he just kind of hangs out with the owner and helps grow hockey in the state and you know what i don't have a problem with that. yeah i don't care i don't care and 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 you go and you like you, you you talk about this stuff where it's like, okay, he would have uh like it's not like Mike chose to leave Minnesota. Let's be clear on something. Right. Like, obviously he grew hockey in Dallas, but it's not like a long time ago he was like, you know what, I'm picking up this franchise and moving <laughs> to Dallas. Like he he didn't do that. It's he didn't he never chose he have and, and at the end you talk about kind of his relationship with the stars and all of that stuff and everything like it doesn't really matter like it doesn't matter and it's and you should understand like if you really want to get all if you really want to get all tied up in i'm so mad at the stars for not having stuff with like look at some of the other things they've done like once again and i I don't want to keep going but like i talked to marty turco the other day as i said earlier but Marty and I were talking about Al Montoya. Al Montoya, first Cuban American to play in the NHL. Yeah, he's come down to Dallas. Never played for the Stars. Never, never had any presence in hockey in Texas before, and has come down and worked with the Stars to help grow community and the the, the Spanish speaking community and hockey in hockey's involvement in Texas. There, Al Montoya, and now obviously I know Al Montoya doesn't mean anything to a franchise the way Mike Madano does, but. Where someone played doesn't impact whether they were the right person for a job or where they should be or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's that. And it's also the kind of the, the silly, not silly is the wrong word. Cause I, I want to be very respectful of this, but the stars couldn't do with Mike Madonna, what the Mavs did with Dirk. And I think sometimes people blame the stars for that where in the NBA, if Dirk had just fallen off a cliff and been not able to had just kind of fallen off a cliff and really went downhill, he could still be on the bench and be the 10th, 11th man on the bench and still play. Right. Like he could, you could have still done it. It's yep. basketball. You can do it. Madonna wanted to keep playing a larger role. It was time for the stars to move on and how he ended up in Detroit. Like, the stars had to start moving on. They had to start from a hockey decision standpoint and the stars couldn't do with Madonna, what they did with Dirk. It's just, it's just a reality. I think sometimes people will be like, Oh, look what the Mavs did. And you look at the stats, like you and I have said, there should be a Mike Madonna statue. Yes. In Victory Plaza. There should be. And yeah. We're not blowing that out of proportion. They're literally, no, there no, no. should be, there should be a statue there and it doesn't matter. And, and it doesn't matter whether he works for the wild, the Arizona coyotes, yes. whether, whether he is like, I mean, the stars don't even really have a, wa- a real rival. Like, say he got a job with Nashville or whatever, right? Like, I don't care. Right. Like, it, it should 
it shouldn't matter. I mean, the fact of the matter is where a guy played, you should think about and, and look at the hockey history and the career and everything like that. But what they do after they're playing is who cares? Like, I mean, do you think like, do you think Jason Spezza, like at some, someday the Ottawa senators will retire Jason Spezza's number. I'm assuming. Yep. Do you think they care that he's working for the Maple Leafs now? Like, I know he played there at the end of his career, but like, do you think they care? Like I, 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 I think people, and it goes to a little bit to the hockey market mentality in Dallas sometimes where it's like people feel that they needed Madonna to validate this market. And I think you don't need that. This is right. a market. This is a hockey market without Mike, Madonna, whether, whether Mike Madonna is here or where he works or not, he helped to build it. Great. Give him credit. But like so, I and, and I, I, I mean I remember yeah. I remember history, Sean, and correct me yeah. if I'm wrong, where there was sentiment, you know, that when we went through the Newendikes and the Hulls as far as general managers, I remember people wanted to go outside the organization and say, let's get someone from another organization. We can't keep bringing these players, you know, in and elevating them like that. I'm not saying you know good or bad. I'm just saying there was sentiment out there because I remember it. Yeah, so, you know, he, I mean, it's just yeah. I, I sorry, I had to get that off my chest. And uh, I love to celebrate former players. Um, I'm going to throw this out there. I've thrown it out with Craig. The organization should have done a better job celebrating the 20th anniversary of the Stanley Cup. Um, they should have done a night. They should have done activities in town um, because those guys deserve to be uh, celebrated. And I asked Craig about it, you know, so it's one of those things. All right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, I guess we can talk about on ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So four goals in the last three games, and this is a tough stretch. And you know, the uh, Minnesota. You know, you're on the road. I understand it was a quick turnaround, and I saw that narrative. And the reason being is, is they wanted to give Carolina's center stage the stadium series. So. Most of your games were played during the day on Saturday, um, minus just a few. But at the same time, when two of Columbus's best players aren't playing right now, and Columbus, give them credit, they're playing really good hockey. Um, They've beaten Winnipeg and they've beaten a few others. So since the All-Star break, they're playing at a high level. But at the same time, um, what can the Stars do to you know, try, especially, you know, a power play, which was a weapon at one point has really gone silent. Um, yeah, I made a case. So I think one thing, like I, I wrote something, there's two things and I will, uh, yeah, I'll use this to plug of it. I, I wrote something for over at Shap Shots on Monday, just like personally. And I think this helps solve a lot of problems. And you talk about the power play and everything like that. Like, I think the stars need to trade for Jacob Chitron. And we've talked about him before and everything like that. But 
I think you look at this team, what do they need? They need some more pop on the power play. They need some more help from the blue line on that. That's what he provides. And um, I'm willing to, and I know I'm pivoting this to a trade deadline conversation, I love it. But, I'm will, but I'm willing to like, let's, let's go. Like, but you, you want to win. The West is wide open. Go get one of the biggest pieces, go win the damn thing. Right. Like that's, that's kind of, that's something that I would, I would love to see them do to go get Chitron. I don't think they will because they're overly conservative at the deadline, especially after spending on Nils Lindquist. So I don't think they should take any trade if they're not going to go get one of the big guys. Uh, so they should, that's one thing. That's how Jim Nil can handle things. And, and you Tom Gillardy too, because maybe, maybe someone sends this to Tom and he's listening to it. And then, and, 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 and now in, until, uh, I don't know. I, I I honestly hope you are listening, Tom, so we can have you on and have a conversation because I would love it. And I would love to, and, and, and it would be great. You're definitely welcome to come on. Uh, the, the, the space as far as in, you need a couple things to break the right way right now. Like you need Mason Marchman to score a weird goal. Like you need one to go off his knee, off his hip. Yeah like someone to shoot it off his back and in something that just kind of breaks, like that breaks this glass ceiling that's stopping him right now from, from kind of playing his game. And you also just need the, you you, you kind of got to, you also need a tad bit of patience too. Um, because at the end of the day, teams go through heaters, teams cool down. This team is still, um, like, this team is one bounce away. Like, I, I don't like the loss to Columbus, right? I'm not a fan of the loss to Columbus, but the night before, I mean, poor White Johnson is was really good the other night on uh, Friday night yeah. and is uh, kicking himself. Like, he had, like, you, the puck bounces your way the past couple of games against Minnesota and Tampa and Boston you're not having any concerns. So like um, the team needs to be improved. Sorry, the team can be improved. The West is wide open. Adding that big piece would do it. But I also think you need some things to break your way. And you also need to not reinvent the wheel when you have a team that is playing at a clip of what? 632 winning percentage right now, point percentage. And one of their biggest flaws, honestly, is if even if they were just half a, even if they were just slightly better in overtime, you're looking at a spot where they may have 80 points right now. So like it's I I I don't like the loss to Columbus, but it was also the second game of the back to back. And I don't know, maybe I'm being too. I mean, I'm just I, I'm saying this. Maybe I'm being too much of a homer by saying that. Maybe I'm maybe I'm making <laughs> up an excuse and that's bad. I don't know, but. Well, I'll, I'll say I'll say yet, this because so. you 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 brought up the major, the major player that I think's left. Um, I guess the question is: Is Jim Nill's been very vocal regarding protecting his young assets? Mm-hmm. And Maverick Bork has five points in his last five games and seems to be settling in very nicely in Texas. And then. You know, we have Stankoven, we have, you know, Harley, and um, I think Harley's probably the name that would come front and center because, you know, you're going to have to give a number one 
asset because you don't have that number one draft or that first round draft pick capital. So one of these, if you're truly going to do it, one of these guys has to go, right? I, I think if you're making the Chitron trade, and I would not want to put um, Johnston in the deal, but honestly, I'd be willing to to do a first, a second, and one of your top four prospects. I mean, I don't like, I really would try to sway away from Johnston. I wouldn't want to do Johnston and Stakehoven, but I'd be, I'm not, Maverick Bork and Thomas Harley aren't non-starters for me. I mean, it's, it's, I would, I'm, I made this point in my piece on Monday where the point to of the point is winning the Stanley cup and I'm willing to spend a first round pick, a former first round pick prospect to give myself a better chance of winning the Stanley cup in 23, 24 and 25. When I have no idea what that player is actually going to turn into. I'm willing to trade the certainty. I covered the AHL for, on a beat basis for five years, I I've seen so many can't miss guys miss. So go for it. Yeah. Like, like seriously, go for it. Like you have you, the fact that you have four great prospects to talk about, that's even more of a reason to do it. You trade from a position of power, you trade from surplus, go for it. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, we're almost coming up on an hour, my friend. And uh, we, this is longer than usual, yeah. but a lot yeah. of fun. A lot, you lot. got me going. You, yeah. you got well, me going early. So. Listen, I mean, we need to talk about these topics because I don't know if some of our listeners, you know, knew about the Madonna situation. I don't know if they heard Gallardi and, you know, and obviously we want to break down the game and everything, but there are other issues to get into as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, for one, appreciate what you brought to the table today. I love the facts that you brought to the table. and. You know, can't say it enough. You were at the center of that whole situation that blew up DFW media. I will tell you, pull back the curtain. <laughs> I will give this cut to my hosts on 105.3 The Fan. And when I told them the quotes, they said, yes, absolutely. We're going to talk about it. I don't think it's going to be in a glowing manner. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, it, that's what you want, man. Here we yep. go, <laughs> because I think I think it's going to have a, you know, a broader and, and you know, it, it's unfortunate because, you know, probably there are people that are trying to avoid these bullets. So um, and unfortunately, this chatter will include, you know, some bullets flying people's ways. That's, you know, unnecessary, but that's not here and there. But this is what you get from um, listening to Spits and Suds. I uh, do want to tell people tonight uh, we're doing a cool charity dinner. It's myself and Craig Ludwig sitting at a table, which basically equals two and a half hours of Craig making fun of me and the people that <laughs> bought this laughing. So, <laughs> so I will have my head down when I pick up my valet when I pick up my car from my valet, and we will mm-hmm. follow up with uh, Craig on that, and then we will talk to you again on uh, Friday. Terrific job, Mister Shapiro. Sounds good, man. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, folks. And you know what? Tom Gillardi said it himself. He wants more media coverage. How do you get that media coverage? You download, you spread the news. There's a podcast that's talking three to four times a week. Uh, Sean mentioned Marty Turco. We had Marty Turco on Spits and Suds last week. We're trying to do it for you, Stars fans, but you have to spread the word. 
So hashtag Texas hockey and include spits and suds and just spread the word that there's a cool hockey podcast and content, not cheerleader content, right here on spits and suds. Have a great day, everyone.